RTHK, the news at one with Ben Che, the top stories. Chief Executive John Lee says quarantine-free travel between Hong Kong and the mainland will resume very soon. A top pharmacist says the government must make it clear that medications and vaccinations are not free of charge for non-Hong Kong residents. And Christmas Day floods forced evacuation of nearly 46,000 people from their homes in the Philippines. Chief Executive John Lee says quarantine-free travel between Hong Kong and the mainland will resume very soon in a gradual, orderly and safe manner. Writing in the Ta Kung Pao newspaper, he said authorities would take into consideration the COVID situation on both sides of the border, formulate plans and strike a good balance. He said the reopening would boost Hong Kong's economy, adding that the new year will be a prosperous one. The president of the Society of Hospital Pharmacists of Hong Kong, William Choi, says he expects some residents from the mainland will come to Hong Kong to buy medication after the border is reopened. He said local pharmaceutical companies should quickly boost their production now in view of surging demand to come. We do concern about people from mainland China because they demand for more symptomatic relief medication. They may go to Hong Kong to get more medication because at the moment they are looking for medication in the mainland China, but the supply is very limited. The Hong Kong government should contact with the local drug manufacturer to increase the manufacturing of the uh, paracetamol and also other uh, symptomatic relief medication, which may be a great demand by the people of mainland China and also by the people of Hong Kong. Choi said the government must make it clear that medications and vaccinations are not free of charge for non-Hong Kong residents. Christmas Day floods in the Philippines have forced the evacuation of nearly 46,000 people from their homes, according to local officials. They say two people have been killed and nine others are missing after heavy seasonal rain inundated parts of the southern region of Mindanao. Did the disaster dampen celebrations on the mainly Catholic nation's most important holiday? Dozens of Rohingya refugees have drifted onto a beach in the Indonesian province of Aceh in a wooden boat with a broken engine. Immigration officials describe them as hungry and weak after many days at sea. It's not clear if they're part of a group of nearly 200 Rohingya who became stranded at sea weeks ago without food or water. The United Nations says it fears many of that group have drowned. Rohingya Muslims are a persecuted group in their original home, Myanmar. Four major foreign aid organizations are suspending all their work in Afghanistan following the order by Taliban authorities banning the employment of women at humanitarian agencies. The International Rescue Committee has become the latest agency to halt its activity in the country. Earlier, CARE, the Norwegian Refugee Council and Save the Children all said they couldn't effectively reach Afghans in desperate need without their female staff. David Wright is head of Save the Children. It really is a grave situation, and particularly when it comes to the stabilization centers. But of course, we're in the middle of winter. There's cases of pneumonia that need treating. So ultimately, this is not resolved within a week or so. Children are going to start dying as a result of this decision. The Pakistani military says five of its soldiers have been killed in a bomb blast in the southwestern province of Balochistan. It said the troops were conducting a clearance operation when an improvised explosive device went off. The Balochistan Liberation Army, a militant group which seeks greater political autonomy, said it carried out the bombing. 
At least 35 people are now known to have died in a severe Arctic freeze gripping much of North America. The scope of the winter storm has been unprecedented, stretching from Canada as far south as the Rio Grande. Mark Palancars from the local government in Erie County, New York State, confirmed seven deaths but warned of more to come. Some were found in cars and some were found actually on the street in snowbanks. There may be more. I don't want to say that this is going to be it because that would be a fallacy for me to say that because we know there are people who have been stuck in cars for more than two days and there are people in homes that are below freezing now temperatures. More disruption is expected as a so-called bomb cyclone, when the atmospheric pressure drops rapidly provoking blizzard conditions, has developed near the Great Lakes. And on to the weather, fine and dry, moderate to fresh east to northeasterly winds, looking ahead mainly fine in the next couple of days and still cool in the morning. Currently 19 degrees Celsius to humidity 58%. You've got the yellow fire danger warning in effect. RTHK, the time's now 5 minutes past 1. In Britain, King Charles has used his first Christmas message as monarch to pay tribute to his mother, the late Queen Elizabeth. He talked about his Christian faith, mentioning his experience of seeing the birthplace of Jesus in Bethlehem. The king also praised the community, community help provided by all faiths. Our churches, synagogues, mosques, temples and gurdwaras have once again united in feeding the hungry, providing love and support throughout the year. While Christmas is, of course, a Christian celebration, the power of light overcoming darkness is celebrated across the boundaries of faith and belief. Reports say explosions have been heard close to the Engels Air Base in the Russian region of Saratov, hundreds of kilometers from the Ukrainian border. The airfield is believed to house long-range strategic bombers. It was hit along with another military base earlier this month by what Russian officials described as Ukrainian drone attacks. Three Russian servicemen were killed and four wounded. Ukraine has not publicly admitted its forces carried out those attacks. Dozens of people have been admitted to hospital in Serbia after a train carrying ammonia derailed near the southeastern city of Piro. A state of emergency has been declared in the area after the last 20 carriages of a freight train transporting the ammonia came off the tracks. One fell into the river, creating a toxic gas. People have been warned not to leave their homes. The BBC's Naomi Choi Smith explains why it's so dangerous. And it's widely considered safe um, if it is transported and stored safely. Now, in this instance, of course, it, it fell off the tracks. There was this reaction with the water. And the gas that was released can be very toxic and very dangerous. So patients that have been affected in this incident are complaining of damaged airwaves, burning sensations. And the gas can also be flammable. To sports now, and the English Premier League gets back underway tonight after the World Cup break. Brentford hosts Tottenham in the early game, Crystal Palace are at home to Fulham, Everton hosts Wolves, Leicester are at home to Newcastle, and Southampton take on Brighton. Aston Villa are at home to Liverpool, and in the late game, Manchester United face Nottingham Forest as they continue their bid for Champions League qualification. They'll be keen to get their centre-back partnership of World, World Cup runner-up Rafael Varane and World Cup winner Lissandro Martinez back together. Meanwhile, Tottenham boss Antonio Conte says he may rest his World Cup players in the game at Brentford. He says he wants to offer an opportunity to those who had to stay behind and train. 
Tottenham had players representing Wales, Uruguay and Denmark who were knocked out at the group stage as well as South Korea, England, Senegal and Brazil who went out at the quarterfinals or earlier in Qatar. Argentine Christian Romero and French goalkeeper Hugo Loris played every minute of the final and Ivan Perisic appeared for Croatia the day before as they took third place. The golfer Kathy Whitworth has died age 83. The Texans' 88 Ladies Professional Golf Association titles are the most ever on a professional tour. She won six majors during her decades-long career. In 1971, she was a runner-up in the U.S. Women's Open, the most prestigious trophy. Ten years later, she became the first woman to earn a million dollars on the LPGA Tour. And finally, researchers have developed miniature robots to try to prevent about 3 billion litres of water from being lost every day from the public pipe network in England and Wales. The units crawl inside the pipes on all-terrain legs. The BBC's Victoria Gill met one of the scientists involved. So we're going to put it in on the sand, see how it traverses the sand. Professor Netta Cohen from the University of Leeds is testing a matchbox-sized robot on a maze of plastic pipes laid out on the laboratory floor. It's a pipe bot, one of many being developed by engineers to patrol the underground water network in search of cracks and flaws before they develop into leaks. Every day in England and Wales, about 3 billion litres of the water supply is lost through leaky pipes. That's enough to fill more than a 1,000 Olympic-sized swimming pools. Water companies in England and Wales have committed to a target of cutting the amount of water lost through leakage in half by 2050. And to end the news, the top stories again. Chief Executive John Lee says quarantine-free travel between Hong Kong and the mainland will resume very soon. And a top pharmacist says the government must make it clear that medications and vaccinations are not free of charge for non-Hong Kong residents. The news from RTHK. Cheers, Ben. Afternoon. This is the Holiday Brew or Unboxing Day with James Ross. Sunday morning, up with the dark. I think I'll take a walk in the park. Hey, 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 it's a beautiful day. I've got someone waiting for me. When I see her, I know that you'll say.
Daniel Boone and Beautiful Sunday from back in 1972. Good afternoon. I hope you're having a uh, pleasant Boxing Day afternoon so far. Relaxed, I hope. Refreshing yourself. If you do want to get in touch, james at rthk.hk. James at rthk.hk. Or, of course, our Facebook page, The Brew on RTHK Radio 3. Drop us a line, say hello. Tell us what you're up to. Strike a 